Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 15th episode of the Work From Home Nomad podcast. I'm your host, Wilson. In today's episode, we will be covering the topic of the digital nomad stigma or the work from home nomad stigma. Welcome to the Work From Home Nomad podcast. Welcome to the Work From Home Nomad the idea of traveling means that you can't and don't get work done. Uh, you know, the work hard, play hard idea is still fairly non-existent in some places, some places that are a little bit more old school, traditional. Uh, but, you know, today I have Troy uh, as my guest speaker, the same guest speaker who was on for episode 14 uh, on prioritization, or should I say the prioritization master. So Troy, how are you doing today? I'm good, Wilson. How about you? <laughs> I'm doing well. Okay, it's funny because um, I'm, I'm, we're filming um, the 14th episode and 15th episode in the same session, uh, but I'm posting it out in separate weeks uh, just to you know separate it out. But also, these are two distinctive topics. However, I will say that they're somewhat related, um, and the reason why I say that is because you know there is a stigma with working and traveling at the same time um, with being by the beach and working by the beach. Um, at the end of the day, you know, our, at least our stance is at the end of the day, if you can get done, if you can get work done, it really doesn't matter how you do it. Um, if you can work, get work done, um, have the quality, uh, ha- have the work, the quality of your work as high as possible, it really doesn't matter how you get it done, right? Um, so that's kind of how what we wanted to talk about today. Um, so I, I guess Troy, you know, you got work done. Uh, we were just talking about it in the previous episode, but you took a call. You you took classes uh, at the skiing resort because you were skiing Thursday, Friday with your friends. Um, Saturday morning they went skiing. You stayed you stayed indoors. You you got your work done, um, and it it would have been the same had you been at school or at home during the pandemic. Uh, so, I mean, just curious to get your thoughts there um, on why you decided, hey, you know, I can you know, take my class uh, from the skiing resort. So I, I love traveling, um, as you know, so I travel a lot. Um, and that's the biggest thing is, hey, if I can do both, right? And do both and still be effective at what I'm doing at work or at school. For me, that's that's the perfect, perfect ending, right? Because hey, I get to travel, I get to do what I love, I get to go skiing, and I get to also still go to class and get work done, right? So for me, that's awesome. You know, if I had just said, nope, I've got to stay and I've got to have class and I didn't bring my laptop to Steamboat Springs, right? What would have happened? I just wouldn't have gone skiing, right? So for me, I think the biggest thing is, like you said, as long as you can get your work done, as long as you can prioritize, hey, I know like when to have fun and when not to have fun, and then the quality of work too, what you mentioned, right? I think that's that's critical. As long as you're hitting the same quality of work, I think, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if I'm in Steamboat Springs or Norman, Oklahoma, right? <laughs> it would never be. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to give two extreme examples there, right? Oh, like wherever the skiing resort or Norman, Oklahoma. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It, it. Look, I think that's just the bottom line, right? Um, you have to demonstrate that you can get work done. Um, and, and, and look, like in this, you know, pandemic where 
most jobs that can be work from home have turned into work from home. Um, and even after COVID-19 is controlled globally, uh, you know, it's, is it gonna be a hybrid model from now on? Is it going to be work from home permanently? Is it gonna be 100% back in the office? Uh, but regardless, you know, companies should, at least should, you know, companies are expecting you to have that same uh, productivity level um, as you did, like regardless if it's a hybrid model, regardless if it's work from home permanently, regardless if it's uh, in office. Um, so, you know, at least that's, you know, the, the stance that I have. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, I completely agree with that, Wilson. And I think the stigma really comes from what you said, which is trust, right? So do I trust Wilson to get his work done, right? So I think it really does come down to trust. And I think that trust is built over time. Um, there are very much managers at, in a work setting that are out of sight, out of mind, right? So I can't see Wilson. I don't know what he's doing. And they're just clueless as to if you're doing a good job or not. Um, mm -hmm. And if you have that kind of manager, that's when working from home can, can be a negative at times, in my opinion. But yeah. that's the stigma that really needs to be removed, right? Is having that trust, having a manager that understands, hey, just because Wilson is working remotely, he can still be having the same quality of work, right? And still hitting all yeah. the stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I also think that like it goes beyond, and I'm glad you brought that up because I think it goes beyond the work from home nomad lifestyle. It's, you know, hey, I'm a, I'm a parent, you know, I have a sick child at home um, or, you know, for whatever reason, my wife's at work or whatever. Um, it's just more convenient if I was home. So, you know, do you really make the, the dude, the poor dude come into the office? Like, <laughs> uh, you know, I think it's just like th that kind of trust, as you mentioned, um, I think is really important. It, it gives more flexibility for the employees, but it also, um, it, it generates trust between the managers and the direct reports. Um, so I, I think having that trust in the first place is something that has developed over time, generally speaking, uh, where, you know, it, it's, it's not necessarily micromanaging, but it's like, oh, hey, like, you know, I'm not going to know everything. Like my direct reports at times are going to be smarter than me, uh, which, you know, has, has really been a culture change, I think, in the past few decades. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that, Wilson. And I think on the nomad aspect, right, the communication aspect, and I don't know if this is your experience, the communication aspect is huge, right? So yeah. mm -hmm. being able to properly communicate if you work remotely is critical. Uh, because like I said, if they do know what you're doing, hey, he's hitting this high quality of work, or he's even hitting a better quality of work than if he was in the office, right? That's really mm -hmm. the critical thing is getting your message across. Hey, I'm not just sitting around on a beach, right? I'm working and I might go to the beach afterwards, but I'm here in Brazil, like getting my work done, right? Right, right. And like, personally, like, if I if I was a if I were a manager, um, I'm not, but if I had direct reports, and I found out that one of my employees was working on the beach, like literally on the sand, like, quite honestly, I wouldn't care. Like, I would say, was, like, I'm, I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at like your deliverables, like, how did you perform? What did you do? Were you? Uh, did you meet expectations? Uh, did you? Were you focused on customer success? You know, like, that's what I'm going to really look at. Um, so like, you know, it, I think it's kind of, it's, it's the opposite of the old school thinking, right? Like old school thinking, maybe you're saying, you're saying, hey, in order to make sure that those things happen, all those metrics that I just mentioned, like customer success, deliverables, um, on, on time deliveries or whatever, 
in order for those to be successful, you can't be on the beach. Whereas like, actually both are possible now, you know, like I think it's, it's kind of that stigma where um, it, it developed in the past, which I think it made sense, right? Especially back then, but like now to 2021, it, it's, it's quite possible to be able to juggle these things and, and still hit your targets. Yeah, and I think that word old school use Wilson is really important, right? Because it is a very much an old school mentality. And I think, in my opinion, the way the world's kind of shifting is before, hey, you need to come in, you need to hit your 40 hours, right? Minimum 40 hours. If you work 60, okay, but you need to get your 40 hours. But in yeah. reality, some people get their job done in 30 hours. Some people get it done in 50 hours. Some people work well at night. Some people work well at 4 a.m. in the morning, right? So every person's different. And I think the manager's actually understanding that and understanding, hey, Wilson's going to work remotely, but at the end of the day, he's going to get his work done, whether it's at 8 p.m. at night or 6 a.m. in the morning. I think that's the critical factor, right? So moving away from this 8 to 5, you have to be in the office from 8 to 5, right? That whole mentality. Yeah, and actually, that's a good point. Um, you know, through my experiences over the last couple of years, um, I realized, like, the, the time, uh, like, your working hours – yeah, it's really important to, to be online during those working hours because you want to be able to communicate. Um, you want to be able to work with your teammates. Uh, but I think something on deliverables, I think what's more important about deliverables is that you just hit uh, a time. So like Thursday, 3 p.m., I'm going to get this done. So like, you know, before Thursday, 3 p.m., you could work at night. You can work in the morning. You can give your teammates a heads up ahead of time and say, look, I'm, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to unplug on Tuesday from 2 PM to 5 PM. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be available at the time, but just gave you guys a heads up. And if you're a project manager or whoever, or if your direct manager is cool with that, um, which at least my company, like they're, they're very good about that. Um, they're, they're going to be like, okay, that's fine. Like, thanks for letting me know. Um, you know, just make sure you hit your deadline. And I've actually been really good at that now. Um, communicate ahead if something like that were to happen. It doesn't happen very often just because uh, I've, I've moved on to, I guess, more higher pressure rules where like I do have to be online at times, but like, especially in the beginning, um, it's something I did a lot uh, and it was totally fine. And the, the quality of my deliverables were, were still very high. Right. And I think that fits right in with the nomad lifestyle. Right. And I think of myself, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a nomad. I like to work when I, mm -hmm. when I have to um, yeah. just get out there and travel, but I don't work well in the mornings. Right. So from seven to eight to nine, I'm not a person that wait rolls out of bed. Hey, I'm ready to go. I do much better work at six, seven, 8 PM sometimes. So I think understanding how you work. And like you said, Hey, I need to be online to help my team out, but then also understanding, Hey, I'm going to go, like you said, be unavailable from two to five, but I'm going to get off, get out, done with what I'm doing at five and go do my deliverable, right? And get it done. But actually understanding that is, is where the world of things kind of heading. Hmm, interesting. I, you know, I, I've gotten more into the role of being online, like during working hours that like, I totally, it, it's totally gone over my head about, am I more of a morning person when it comes to work or am I more of an afternoon or am I more of an evening person? Um, that's a good point. I, I didn't even actually think about that. I need to, I need to assess that after this podcast, this podcast episode. Um, and I, I think with this stigma in general, um, you know, it, it's, I think it's going to be 
fairly hard though. Uh, this digital nomad lifestyle has been a concept for probably a decade now. Um, because of the pandemic, everything has shifted to work from home. Um, and now coming out of the pandemic, it's gonna be either permanent, hybrid, or back into the office or somewhere in between, right? Um, but, you know, I, I think this lifestyle is still, there's still somewhat of a stigma with this lifestyle. Uh, but, you know, looking ahead 10 years from now, I, I guess in your opinion, Troy, do you see this lifestyle happening more often? Yeah, I do, Wilson. I think we're gonna have an evolution very much where some jobs are gonna be hybrid, some jobs make, make sense, hey, you have to continue going in person, right? And then some jobs may make sense completely remote. I think you'll see those kind of three categories. Um, I don't think we're gonna go all work from home, but I do think because so much more can be done virtually, that this nomad lifestyle is gonna be, become a much bigger thing, right? Hey, I can be in Norman, Oklahoma one week and then Denver, Colorado the next week and Seattle, Washington the next week, right? And I can go yeah. explore the U.S., explore the world. Um, and I think that will become more popular, right? Just because our capability yeah. and what we can do uh, digitally, yeah. digitally is going to increase. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and a quick uh, sneak peek into next month. So Fernando, uh, I'm going to Oregon with Fernando, right? Uh, and Naomi. But uh, Fernando is going to do some sort of hybrid where uh, – in Oregon, he's going to work from Oregon. But I mean, like with his job, he works in a refinery. There's no way you could ever do uh, remote work at least like for a long period of time, but it's just like one or two days. So he's going to be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, so it's so it's so interesting how like something as very brick and mortar, I guess, uh, even something as extreme as that has given the flexibility to allow somebody like Fernando yeah. to, you know, spend two days in Oregon and work from there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, the word you said there, flexibility, I think that's the critical part, right? So even these mm -hmm. jobs that, hey, you need to come into the office, now you have the flexibility. So, hey, I want you coming in the office every week, Troy, but then, hey, on Friday, I have something to do. Can I work remotely? And you're able to do that, right? So I think this whole work from home lifestyle is going to give everyone a lot more flexibility <laughs> to be able to travel and take care of their personal lives as well, right? Yeah. And I think like looking back on my first job, um, and I, actually that brings another point that I wanted to talk about is uh, advantages and disadvantages of work from home versus uh, traditional office model. That's going to be a separate uh, podcast episode. Um, I don't know in a couple months, but uh, something I want to talk about because I think it's really interesting. And like Troy is bringing up really interesting points too. Um, but I guess like, you know, first of all, my first job uh, was in oil and gas in Houston. If I had been like, I, I mean, just looking back, it, it's nothing about the, the culture of the company. I think it's just the culture of corporate America in general. Um, if I had been like, hey, um, can I work from home on Friday? Uh, because of, it, it doesn't matter what the uh, reason would have been, the answer would have been flat out no. It's like, why? No, like we don't do that. Like, it's just, it's just a, it's a culture, right? Uh, but again, I think the, you know, with this horrible pandemic, the, the silver lining um, is that companies are starting to realize that, hey, this is, this remote model can work. Um, and even when I was working at that first job, um, you know, I was sitting in the office, we had multiple buildings, right? So it was a large campus. 
And I was sitting in a classroom, in a meeting room, expecting everybody to be there. But instead, people were like in building SO1 or whatever, and I was in building SO5 or whatever it was. Um, so then it didn't make any sense for them to walk all the way across campus just to sit in the meeting with me when they have to go back. Um, so right then I thought, like, I could be home right now. They could be home right now. It's, it's, it's kind of interesting to, to, to reflect upon that uh, because we were using WebEx and like, you know, it's, it's the same as if we were at home using Zoom. But anyways, I thought it was kind of interesting. <laughs> I think the culture thing is very much where it's going to go. Some companies mm -hmm. that culture is going to be very accepting of that. And some companies it's not. Like I said, they'll yeah. be this kind of out of sight, out of mind thing. Hey, I can't see that Wilson's here working. So I don't know that he's working hard. And I don't think that's a fair mentality, but companies definitely have it. Uh, there are yeah. certain mm -hmm. cultures within companies that definitely have that kind of mentality. Hey, I can't see what you're doing, so I don't know if you're doing a good job, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's I, I don't think that's a bad thing either. Like, it, it just really depends on the culture. There's certainly, I think there are more disadvantages than advantages of that. But at the same time, like, you know, to be fair, I, I think there are advantages to that. You got to, I mean, you do want some sort of control, some sort of, uh, accountability for what your employees are doing. But uh, anyways, that's uh, that's for another day. I think uh, that's a great topic that I'd love to talk about. Work from home versus uh, traditional model, advantages and disadvantages. This podcast is the work from home nomad podcast. Um, but, you know, it's, you know, I, I, I think it's really important to acknowledge the disadvantages of that, right? Um, because there are. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you can get over those disadvantages, this lifestyle is awesome. You know, like you, yeah. there's a lot of great benefits. Um, you know, if you have the advantage, if you have the opportunity to take advantage of this lifestyle, why not do it? Um, so I, I think that's an important element of this. And um, anyways, I just want to say thanks so much, Troy, for being on the podcast again today. Really appreciate that insight. Um, smart guy, really impressive on paper but also a really good person and a great friend. So I hope you have a great weekend, Troy. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Wilson. Thanks for having me on the second time. <laughs> have a good <laughs> <week>. <laughs> You too, buddy. All right, bye.